Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Stalian English Show featuring Coach Kurtz. I'm your man, Coach English, and due to weather restraints, I am not, I repeat, I am not in the juke for the for the taping of today's episode. I was actually out today, could not make it to the juke, so um, we went ahead and had Coach Kurtz and Coach Staley record on their own. Ah! I can't wait to hear what's going on, but I'm going to go ahead and toss it over to Josh um, during the building. This is the first episode of the 2018 year, episode number 21. Hope you enjoy. Well, I um, hope you have a great 2018 as we start out this new um, year. We want to get into a topic that's going to talk about um, maximizing the potential of the people that we um, come in contact with, the people we coach, the people we teach. The people we mentor and we want to get into um, maximizing that potential and um, making sure we're giving these people a path to not just set themselves up as successful athletes but be able to be successful in their careers um, down the line when the balls stop bouncing and stop throwing what type of foundation did we give these people to be successful once it's all over but before we actually get into our topic I'm going to have um Coach Kurtz introduce a very special guest that we're excited about having today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Happy New Year, like I, like Coach Staley said. Um, and with the new year and, and New Year's resolutions and new goals, it, it, it's always a. We, we've been talking about some of our goals and some of our dreams, not just for just for this year, but for 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 our purpose in life. And so that's kind of what we're going to be talking about because we all share very similar passions. Um, and goals, and so I'm honored to be able to have um, my brother, my younger brother, um, but he's my younger brother, and somebody that I truly, truly, truly look up to, somebody that is uh, is a role model to me, even though he's my younger brother, um, and so my brother Luke is on the, uh, on the podcast with us today, so um, Luke, I'll let you uh, say hello. Uh, I appreciate you guys having me here, and um, I really have respect and um, have a special place in my heart for for coaches and and teachers because because that's exactly what they do. What we're talking about today is help others maximize their potential. Um, obviously, um, me as an individual, an ambitious individual, and former former athlete. Um, I, I, I always knew that I wasn't going to the pros, but I was always fully dedicated to, to athletics because I wanted to maximize my own individual potential athletically. And now after athletics, I want to always challenge myself to maximize my potential either as a, as a college student or, or a professional um, and, the, and, and that translate into maximizing my, my economic potential. And so I'm, I'm really excited to be here and, and talking about this, this topic to, to you guys that is near and dear to me. Yeah, and a little, a little, a little background on Luke is, uh, I mean, he's, a, like you said, he's a, he's a former college athlete and now a very, very successful attorney and businessman and um, but he shares the he, he 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 thinks not only from a businessman and economic standpoint, but his number one goal is by 
being well, he wants he wants to pursue interests that make a difference in the world, and so um, so he's he, he's one of the driving driving forces in my life and for my goals and for my my ambitions, and so it, it, it's awesome to be able to have him on the show with us today. Yeah, I think that's important to have someone and people in your life that actually drives you. Um, we tend to get older and get complacent. You know, I think that's not living. I think you want to live until your last day is spent, man, and, and being and surrounding yourself with people that inspire you, that push you is big. And um, since I since I've met Luke, you know, I have nothing but respect for him. And um, y'all Buffalo Bills are playing today. Trying to, <laughs> yeah, we got the Bills on mute. Trying to drive him. Trying to scrape well, it out. At least man. get three points out of this. Yeah, they're actually. gonna score. I think Buffalo's gonna pull it out today because the quarterback from Jacksonville is. You know. Party like it's 1999, <laughs> yeah. last time the we're, Bills were in the playoffs. We're in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. My, my skins aren't looking like we're playoff ready for a while, so we'll take it, man. But we're going to get started on this topic, maximizing the potential of the people we encounter, especially as coaches, man, and um, maximizing our players, maximizing our students, and so forth. Um, something I'm going to hit on, one of the first things I think we have to do in order to maximize potential is be honest with the people that we are leading. You know, a lot of times as coaches, we focus so much on, um, well, not all, not a lot of times, but sometimes as coaches, we can focus on comfort. And, you know, comfort is one of the enemies of greatness, you know, because we, we, we try to establish a comfortable relationship with the people that we're coaching, with the people that we're leading, because we want them to, at least comply with what we're trying to get done. I think that's a very, very huge mistake that we can make. I think the first thing we need to do is create an honest environment, an honest element where the folks that we are leading know our expectations, know what we expect from them, and know exactly what their roles are within the element that they are um, engaged in with us. So one of the first things I think you have to do is be honest. For sure, for sure. You need you, it. It all comes down to if if you're if you're trying to make a difference in a young person's life, make a difference in somebody's life. Um, and it's the old saying, and we've talked about it probably before on previous podcast. They. They don't care how much you know until they know how much you care. And it, if you truly care about somebody, you're going to be honest with them right. and tell them how it is. If you don't care about them succeeding, if you're just in it, just for, and we, me and Luke came to church with me today, and it was a good, great sermon, great sermon. Shout out to Midtown Church in downtown Columbia. Um, and he talked about one of the things is how people some people only look at other people as how can this person help me mm. and yeah. it, it, if you're only looking at people how will this person help me be successful how will this pe- person help me get make my gains um, then you're not in it for the reasons to make this maximize someone's potential and what I call is the American dream is giving every person from every socioeconomic background the same opportunities to 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 be successful and chase those dreams and we we know and we'll touch on it later on in this podcast is not that that is America's not that right now where everybody has the same opportunities to be successful and and we need more people in this world that are going to do everything in their power to give everybody 
the, the chance to be successful and not just looking at other people and saying, how can, this, how can this person help me be successful? No, if we help others be successful, then we truly will be successful. And, and that, that's something beautiful about athletics and education is because it opens, both of them can open doors <laughs> For, for people, whether you were blessed and fortunate and born into a lot of that opportunity or you're not or you weren't, if 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 coaches and teachers can can influence students and athletes um, to help them maximize their athletic or um, academic potential, then then those doors are going to be open, so so that person can truly chase the the American dream and continue to grow. And um, Coach Staley, you hit on a couple interesting points. I think is 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 one um, going back to focusing on ourselves, but but I think it's the the rule is the circle of three, the three people that you surround yourself the most with are going to influence you the most and you're going to essentially become the the combination of those three people so if if we're focusing on on maximizing our own potential or being being the best we can be we need to first examine the people that we're associating most closely with and then to bring it back down to the student athlete well the more you can you can associate and be around your student athlete the the more you're going to be able to to influence them and help them um pursue their dreams to maximize their potential and then the only other thing i, w- I would want to say is again coach staley you hit on a really in- interesting point about about comfort zones whether that's ourselves as as adult as professionals or coaches or teachers or whether that's that's your student athletes it's is is the comfort zone and and the point i would like to make there is you can't grow in your comfort zone you grow when you're uncomfortable right right and one and and it's crazy though because the reason why i think um one of the reasons why i gravitated towards micah was because he made me uncomfortable here i thought i had a work ethic i would like to believe i have a work ethic but here's a guy who's a who, who work ethic actually made minds uncomfortable you know, all the way down to how we work out. Most people are too prideful to say, yo, I learned from that person as a grown man. I've not, Pride is one thing I never really base my life on because I think it can be blinding and it makes you untruthful. And um, when you're doing these things, and I had to be honest with myself, and I think the next thing we can do to help get the most out of the people we're dealing with is give them realistic perspectives and goals um, after being honest with where they are, you know, some people was yeah. You know, there's a saying that says, um, if you reach for the moon, at least you end up amongst the stars. Yeah, I'm a firm believer in that. Go after your goals, set unbelievable goals, and chase them. But in the same breath as coaches, we have to live with a more realistic perspective. You know, I'm not gonna um say that you can't do something. I will never say that as a coach. But in the same breath, I am also going to say, let's set some realistic goals, some realistic perspectives, then put the appropriate plan and purposeful work together to get there. That's not to say, so if a kid, if if a five, six kids say, hey, I want to go to the NBA, 
I'm not going to tell that kid he can't go to the NBA. But I will tell that kid, okay, if you want to go to the NBA, here's where you are. You're 5'6". You don't look like you're growing anymore. Your chances of making is a little bit slimmer than yeah. everyone yeah, else's. And, and again, this is, this, is a whole beauty of, <laughs> this is a whole beauty of the topic. When that kid, that 5'6 kid comes to you and says, I want to make the NBA, you don't say, you don't say you're, not, you're never going to make the NBA. You say, okay, that's a, great, that's a great ambitious goal. Let's focus on maximizing your potential. And right. I'm here to help you maximize your potential and you'll have no regrets whether you make it or not if you did everything you could to maximize your God-given potential. And I think the key word that you said, you came up with this when you said it, Luke, was maximizing. Because see, most people think, okay, he wants to go to the NBA, right? That doesn't mean maximizing his goal only to make it to the NBA. That means maximizing his social um, um, elements, his academic elements, um, everything, spiritual, whatever he needs, whatever that kid has the potential to do maximizing it because if the goal of going to the NBA at five six doesn't work out, which to say is not possible because you got Isaiah Thomas straight getting buckets at five seven. Yeah. You know they list him at five ten, but he's really five seven. Okay. But you know getting buckets in the NBA at five seven. But somewhere down the line, Isaiah Thomas maximized his potential because when basketball is over, he still has something to fall back on. So when that person tells you, look, these are my goals, and, and sharing goals with someone is, is a very sensitive subject. It's intimate. So, yeah, you know, make sure you are you're, you you have the attitude of to take care of people, to nurture people when they give you their goals, not laugh at them and yeah. try to knock them down. You know, really focus on what you can do to get this person to get the most out of every day. So they want to go to the NBA, and we keep using the NBA, I'm just using the example because I'm a basketball coach, but make sure that kid understands how important it is to get up and work every day. Okay, now they just didn't learn how to be a great basketball player. They learned how to establish a work ethic. Okay, make sure that person understands, like like Luke said earlier, how to surround themselves with people that are going to push them forward. So if they actually, let's say they actually get a, a, a college scholarship, now they're going to surround themselves with people that's going to help them stay in school, not get caught out one night um, drunk and, and high and get kicked out of school because you made one bad choice. So all of those things matter. You have to make sure that person has... A plan in place is purposeful, and the work is efficient and appropriate because you can't say you want to go to the NBA and you play ping pong more than you take jump shots during the day. So it has to be appropriate, but we got to make sure you maximize it, get the most out of that person, and not just for basketball, but the entire element. Yeah, and I think I think we need, we as coaches, we as teachers, we, Luke as a person in his community of influence, we need more, I, I feel, we need more people that are going to empower these young people to chase their dreams. I feel like there's been a shift more where more adults and coaches are more um, pessimistic towards young people's goals. And they it's hate like, their lives. And it's like, <laughs> oh, every, all, all, I, I could count uh, 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 so many times on how many times I hear people say, oh, Every kid on my team, worst kid on my team, they all think they're D1. These kids go, their dreams, they're, uh, they don't know what they're, what, well, let, let, them, let them have that dream, but talk to them and be realistic to them and get them out of their comfort zone and be like, yo, that's a unbelievable, I want you to be D1, but here's what you need to do. I'm not going to say, yo, you're five, six, you, you're not a Division One player. No Re, way. Refoc- no. Refocus it to being the best basketball yeah. player. Here's what you need to you be to reach those dreams. You need to be here, the first one here to practice. You need to be in the weight room uh, every time we have a workout session. You need to be 
get straight A's in so you have the sole purpose of co- of college coaches looking at you more. You need to be a, a great teammate. All of those things. And so now all of those, they're like, okay, coach believes in me. He's the first one that has said, your dream is stupid. Coach believes in me and wants to help me there. Right. Even if you in the back of your mind know this kid is 5'6 and has no athletic ability, he's not Division One. But you don't want to, you're not the one that's going to sit there and shoot down his dream because you know by empowering him with all these um, the, the, these characteristics to, that he needs to instill to have a shot of being D1, even if he does not make that dream, like you said, he shoots for the moon, doesn't make it, but ends up in the stars. And there's absolutely no better breeding ground for, I think all of us for sure sitting here agree, there's no better breeding ground for being a success in all areas of life than through strength, uh, a, a strength program and athletics and the discipline and character development that goes through that. So don't, in, in 2018, we as coaches, we as adults, don't shoot down these kids' dreams, even how unrealistic they could be. Empower them, and even if they don't make those dreams, the, the, the stuff that, the, 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 the skills that they're going to learn chasing them is going to empower them to be successful in any other area of life. Yeah, and, and 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 Mike, you hit on something near and dear to me is, is is academics. And you said you said encourage them to get good grades because that will that will help them and open doors athletically if that's their dreams. And so I want to I want to share a personal story is that when I was a senior high school football player, uh, I wasn't a, a very slow. I wasn't very fast. I was I was on the on the slow side. And I didn't have great hands, so I was the free safety. And and quite frankly, I tried to be tough out there, but I I know that I close my eyes every time before I hit someone on the football field. And so, but to bring it back to getting good grades, I got really good grades because I was I was fortunate enough to be gifted academically, and my parents put an emphasis on that. And those grades opened academic doors for me. I got to go on to play Division One AA football which I didn't really get to deserve a chance to play that. There was guys on my football team that were much better football players than me but weren't as good academically than me. And I can tell you today that the reason those coaches at the University of Albany gave me a chance was because was because of my grades. And they looked at it this way. Okay, this kid has this kid has a D one body. He works hard and he's gonna get he's gonna get a, a three six or three seven uh, freshman year fall if if he, if he shows up on campus with the other 30 freshmen and he's a bum on the football field in the fall he helps our team gpa and in the spring we cut him but that got me in my foot in the door <laughs> right if i didn't if i didn't have those grades they wouldn't have given me that chance and i wouldn't have had a chance to go on and play football at that level and try to maximize continue to maximize my potential yeah and so i mean that's awesome awesome stuff there and I mean, I think we can continue to move on to other other topics. But so I mean, then closing on that, I mean, I think we as adults, we if any of the listeners are coaches, people that work with young athletes, like let's make a conscious effort in 2018 and beyond to not be 
that pessimistic coach, that pessimistic person that's going to, yeah, the kid's dream might be unrealistic. But like we said, shoot for the, shoot, what was it, coach? Shoot for the moon and end up in the stars. Or stars. All, all, I, opposite. I, I think that, uh, that's right. Yeah, well, either way, I mean, even if you don't reach your dream, you're going to, you're, you're, there's going to be so many life lessons and character development that's going to make them successful. And, and in, in conclusion to that topic, I mean, I can, we, we, right before Christmas, we, our athletes tested. And I have a unbelievable senior um, who transferred to us as, I guess, like in the beginning of his sophomore year. He was extremely weak. Um, and he does not have like a naturally athletic body. And when we test it, he's, he benched 300 and he squatted like 475. And he he's specifically came up and told me, he's like, I'm so, I, I can't believe I benched 300 and I know I'm gonna bench five, or I know I'm gonna squat 500 next time. And he rattled off three coaches he goes, I had these, I, it's been ingrained in my head. These three coaches told me I would never be a 300 bencher. I would never be a 500 squatter because of my body type. And he's like, I know I'm going to do that. And those guys motivated me. And yeah, so that motivated him. But for a lot of people, if you sit there and, and tell them, yo, you're not going to bench 300 just because of your genetics. No, don't shoot their dreams down. And this kid, he's a walking example. He's got, he, he, he. He's going to reach those goals where he had adults that are supposed to be there to empower him, telling him stuff that A, now we can say is not true, and B, there's no need to say that to them. So You know, you know what's crazy, you know, y'all said some powerful things, man. You said don't be a pessimist. But a lot of adults struggle with that because they feel they aren't where they want to be. One hundred percent. But here's my message to you adults, and I just wrote this down. One day of reaching your dream is more gratifying than a lifetime of pursuing it. So whether you reach that dream on the last day of your life, it will be so gratifying that the whole pursuit seems like nothing anymore. Even though everybody told me I was talking about the process, but if you get there, it will be gratifying. But the reason why some coaches and adults struggle with allowing young people to pursuing their dreams and being optimistic instead of a pessimist is because they have stopped pursuing their dreams. If you're constantly in pursuit, you have no problem. You have no problem with bringing other people up as you climb. Yeah. You know, because it doesn't feel like a burden. It feels like, hey, I'm going this way. I know the light is that way. I want you to feel that too. And that's how I live my life. I don't live my life like I'm going towards a conclusion. I live my life like, hey, I'm never going to stop getting better. I'm never going to stop improving. Because conclusions bring exactly that. A conclusion. That's why you see so many great coaches retire and then they get into consulting work. They get into broadcasting. Like Tony Dungy just didn't give it up. He's in broadcasting now. So there's so many things you can do. But in order to maximize potential with the student athletes that you are engaged with, you have to realize that your potential isn't maximized. Yep. You have to realize that you still have growing to do. You still have have um, areas that you haven't found that you know that will um, tap into your greatness. But like, like Micah said, like Coach Kerr said, man, never, 
trash your kids hope and potential i want i want to pick it up there because you guys you guys have said two really important things don't don't shoot down a uh an athlete's dreams and coach staley the first thing you said was be honest well when that kid says i want to go d1 you can say that's great chase your dreams pursue your passion and i'm here to help you do that to maximize your potential that there, you're not shooting down his dreams, and you're being 100 percent honest. Be honest. It w- will it be easy? No. I, no. Are the odds stacked against you? Yes. But here's where we need to get started, right? Yep. Exactly. And it's crazy because, um, and this is not toot my own horn. I hate doing that, but out of all the kids that have signed, I've had over since I've been coaching, I've been blessed to have oh, well over 30 kids signed to go to school. And I can tell you right now, at least 15 of those kids were nowhere near being college basketball players when I first got them. Yeah. And if my attitude would have been, oh, man, they're not good enough, you're right. They wouldn't have been good enough. But I always went into it with the mindset of, of okay, let's see what, what's, what's the most I can get out of this kid. Yeah. And I teach my assistant coaches that. Never say what a kid can't do. Focus on what you can get out of a yeah. kid. And when you focus on what you can get out of a kid, like Coach Kurtz said, he didn't want to toot his own horn, but I tooted. Because Coach Kurtz believed that kid could get stronger. He believed that kid, his 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 cleans, he couldn't clean first, but I taught him how to high pull. He couldn't squat first, so we worked on his single leg squats. And before you knew it, you had a dude that couldn't lift the bar benching 135. He couldn't he couldn't do a single leg squat doing dumbbell squats. And the process just kept getting better. That's when the process is beautiful, when you empower the people that you are engaged with instead of doubt them. I strongly believe doubt is a cancer to achievement. And I, and I will never change that. But it's very, very important as leaders, because when you coach, you're a leader. It's very, very important that you empower the people that you're dealing with. That's how you maximize their potential. That's how... You know, I have one player on my team. I'm going to tell you a quick story. I won't call their names. I have two players on my team. One of them is not supposed to make it, statistically. Yeah. He's on the wrong side of the stats, okay? Not one, and, the, and the kid almost made me cry. He sent me a message. He said, yo, coach, thank you for never giving up on me. Kid makes a 1240 on the SAT. If you look at his background in socioeconomics, he's supposed to be anywhere near that, okay? Yeah. He makes a 1240. He went from not having a chance to... Not just junior colleges are calling me now. Now four-year schools are texting and calling me. Now the kid has a chance. And like Luke said in the beginning, yeah, he might not go pro, but he has that academic piece where his quality of life is going to improve 20, 40, 50, 60 years when sports are over. Okay? Then I have another kid that if you look at his body frame, and Coach Curtis is no one we'll talk about, it doesn't look like he can curl a toothpick. Okay? Now this young man is dunking off two feet in the game, not just dunking, dunking in the game, and already knows where he's playing college at next year. You know? So if I would have looked at that kid and be like, boy, you're too small. You can't make it. I never do that. Focus on, I think that's one of the biggest things in maximizing potential. Focus on what you can get out of the person, not what the person can't do. And like you said, going back to the first kid, that he's 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 from the wrong side of the tracks. He. He probably does not has not been around very many people that have pers- that have persuaded him to continue to chase his dreams because many of those people in that in, in, in his in his neighborhood in his circle have not been successful and, and for the most part a lot of them probably don't want him to be successful but by you never giving up on him you giving him a shot 
now he's going to have a shot to be around a lot of other people that are pursuing their dreams that are successful. And now, like Luke said, the circle of three, three people that he's going to be around more when he's in college are people that are highly, highly, uh, highly working, motivated, highly motivated, working to chase their dreams. And it's going to be, he would have never gotten that opportunity if you had given up on him. So, I mean, it's, right, right. and it's, it's easy to give up on people and it's easy to be an adult and say, what can, what is, even as a coach, oh, what can this kid do for me to help me, my team, to help me as a coach? No, I don't want nothing to do with him. He can't help me. No, stop looking at people on how they can help you and look at people on, at how can you help them. Yeah, I, th- I think that I think the greatest thing about about coaches that have have ambitious athletes with big big dreams on, in the athletic arena is you can teach them how to chase their dreams and pursue their passions. If you can teach that kid how to chase his dreams and pursue his passions at one hundred percent dedication and hard work on the athletic field, he's gonna know how to chase his dreams and pursue his passions after his athletic career is over whether it ends whether it ends in his his sophomore year of high school whether it ends at his senior year or whether whether he goes on and is a 10-year pro and it ends at 35 years old he's going to know how to pursue his his uh passions and chase his dreams and he learned that from his middle school and high school coaches and uh sorry coach taylor to to, um to go back to talking towards like high school, middle school coaches, like, this is one of the things that I admire a ton from Coach Staley is, and I joke with him at times when it's when he's getting ready to, to pick his team and get his team, like, Coach Staley carries 16 guys on his team and carries another three, four, five managers on his team, and you look at his, you look at his bench and there's guys sitting on coolers and guys sitting on the ground and and the reason I know that the reason why he has all of those guys he keeps all of those guys is because his number one goal is to empower them and make a difference in their lives and help them chase their dreams and in reality by carrying 16 guys on a high school basketball team where you know nine times out of ten in games only 10 of them maximum are going to play you're asking for issues with team chemistry you're asking for issues with parents but the reason coach does it is because he knows his number one goal is to make a positive impact on these kids life and he's not looking at okay here's the 14th 15th 16th guy what can they do to help us win games they can't do nothing really probably to help us win games, so I'm going to cut them. No, he looks at them and says, what does this 14, 15, 16 guy do? What can I do to help them? And and I think we need more coaches like that, and I truly um, respect you for that, Coach Taylor, because I know that, that. In, in the long run, a lot of those times keeping those extra guys causes more more problems for you as a coach than than solutions but i know your number one goal is that you want to help these kids yeah i really appreciate that man you want you really want to get the most out of the youngest that you're dealing with but before we bring this thing into a close i'm gonna let luke and i'm gonna let micah talk about 
an angle that they feel may be able to help everyone maybe come up with some type of some type of system where not just the haves can continue to have the opportunities to be great but the so-called have nots also have a, a, a equitable or equal playing field and have the opportunity to have the same success and like just what are some of your thoughts on that as far as what we can do to um, give everyone a shot at pursuing their dreams yeah so I'm, I'm, I'm really passionate about the intersection of, of athletics and, and education and you see you see you see obviously for for generations affluent parents have had the ability to send send their children to to private schools um but now over the last uh 10 years you've seen youth sports become a billion dollar industry and affluent parents spending thousands of dollars a year on getting their kid high level training so so what I'm really passionate about is increasing the accessibility to high-level athletic and academic training to, to youths around the nation. And so how do we increase accessibility is we look, I need first to look at the barriers. So you have the obvious barrier, the financial barrier, but you also have geographic barriers. Some people live in cities yes, or yes. locations where there's not even a YMCA within a bike ride. And then also, we don't think about this as much, but there's also time. So I, I look at three, three barriers, financial, geographic, and then a lesser one, time. And how can we break down those 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 barriers um, and help more athletes, more young people, um, have have access to to high level athletic and and academic training? Yeah. So to go off what Luke said, and we've talked about in a previous podcast that we talked about. Um, should college students get, should college athletes get paid? And, and I made the argument, oh, well, yeah, it's the, that's the what America was built on. If you have the ability to to make money, that's democracy. You should be able, you should be entitled to make that money. And then Coach Daly made a very valid point where, well, I, I was like, everybody should have the same opportunity to make that money. Just because you're a college student, you shouldn't be denied that opportunity. And Coach Daly said, well, well. Is that truly what America is now? Does everybody have the same opportunities to be successful? These kid, kids that go live in low-level uh, ne- income neighborhoods and go to poor academic uh, institution uh, schools don't um, don't have do, the full-time strength and conditioning coach yes, at their school, right? Yeah. Or or <laughs> yeah. again going towards youth sports. Uh, these kids in these neighborhoods that don't have uh, are not blessed with that type of. Uh, um, income and do their can their parents pay for them to go to the, play for, on these year round travel, travel teams? teams. Can, are they, can they pay for them for these uh, strength coaches for this speed development? No. Can so they I, even can they even get them there if they're if they're working two jobs? Yeah. So are they even? Are, is that truly what the American dream is? Because no, the American dream is anybody can. The American what America was supposedly built on is anybody. Can, will take anybody from uh, these immigrants and they all are going to give be given the same opportunity to be successful and now what 200 years 240 years or whatever from when America is founded we, we all can truly agree that 
there's a big divide now. There's a big divide between the haves and the have-nots, and the have-nots are not afforded the same opportunities. So, I mean, again, it's it, it's the new year, and we're we're talking about our goals and our visions, and, and and the vision that we have is by trying to be able to create a total whole person training facility where they can be offered high level skills coaching for whatever sports skills training they're doing, high level strength and speed and performance training, academic train, uh, academic um, tutoring and tutoring, test prep, um, character development, leadership development, career development, a place where it's ex- accessible for the haves and for the haves not. So now truly, no matter where you live, no matter what school you, you go to, um, you, if you want what is what we consider the American dream, if you work hard and have a goal and stay dedicated, you'll be afforded those opportunities where um, that is not the case now. We want to try, our goal here in the next one year, two years, five years, I'll 30 say years, six months is to create something that offers high level total person entire 360 athlete 360 character development 360 strength development 360 skill development that is available and accessible to people to kids adults young adults of any economic background and so that's the goal we wanted to we wanted to come out on air and talk about it a little bit and put it on the podcast so now it's now it's on the airwaves but i was like we got to go we got to grind to make that possible um and i know like luke said the power of three um three people that you're surrounded with are three of the most influential people i'm i'm lucky to be surrounded with i'd say seven eight nine ten extremely um people that i extremely look up to that we all have the same um we all have the same goals and visions and and i'm looking forward to um moving on in 2018 and, and chasing these dreams and chasing what I consider being able to 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 give back and help enable all to chase what I consider to be the true American dream. Yeah, and we've talked about, and Mike just talked about some lofty goals and, and I've talked about increasing accessibility to, to high-level athletic training and academic training and, and we'll be the first ones to say, we don't have all the right answers right now. We only have we only have a dream and 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 a passion. And a lot of people would are maybe out on this podcast saying that's unrealistic. Them boys never gonna get that. But we're gonna chase it and we're gonna pursue it. And um, and the longer it takes for us to achieve it, the 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 sweeter it will be when when we actually make make a dent in, in, in getting closer and in, in, yeah. in increasing accessibility. And th- the first thing I would say to, to increase accessibility, let's take a little bite. Share this podcast with, with your student athletes that, that have big dreams with other coaches because, because 10 years ago, 15 years ago, we couldn't have recorded this conversation and, and emailed it around or text messages around to people that, that need the encouraging word. Yeah, man. So um, we're going to let Coach English close us out. But Luke doesn't sound like a lawyer. He sounds like a superintendent over there talking about barriers. Man, that's a power. Look, 
That's a powerful tear word, man. That's a tear powerful word, man. And you, what you just said is, is it, hopefully it can be a blessing to someone else, man. But um, we're going to let Coach English close it out. Y'all have a great week. God bless y'all. And um, you'll hear from us again next week. And hopefully you'll be hearing from us soon once this thing is up off the ground. If you want to join the conversation, you can go ahead and email us with your comments, requests for topics, and so on and so forth. You can hit us up at the Staley and English Show. That's the Staley A-N-D English Show at gmail.com. You can hit us up on Twitter at the S-N-E Show. Make sure to hashtag the juke. Check out our Facebook page. It's the Staley and English Show. You can also listen to us on iTunes and Google Play as well as Podbean. Uh, if there's a way for you to listen to a podcast, there's a way for you to listen to us. Don't forget to keep God first. Everything else will follow. Peace.